Hello and welcome to the Spirit Guide Society podcast. My name is Pedro Shanahan and I'm your spirit guide. Tonight in the Whiskey Society at Seven Grand, we have Mr. Ian Cheng in the house from Cavalon. Wonderful whiskey from Taiwan. Check it out. And always remember to enjoy this podcast responsibly. That means you have to be looking while you're driving. Wow. All right, all right, all right. Wow. Obviously, we've got a really special night on tap. We've got Mr. Ian Chang from Cavalon in the house, master blender. Thank you. Thank you very much. And Ian, you were out here like six years ago, and was that yeah. your like that was just at the beginning of That's kind right. of the that, rise of Cavalon? That's so, right. So, so mm-hmm. what's been happening? Can you give us a brief history of the brand, mm-hmm. but also like let us know what's right. been going on in the last six years because there wasn't ninety mm-hmm. people at your last tasting, right. so you must have been doing something good. Yes. Thank you. So uh, yes, uh, six years ago, I came here with uh, Maurice and uh, also some other people from Hotlin and Co. Uh, that was the time when we first entered into the U.S. market. So for the past six years, uh, it has been a very exciting six years. Uh, so in, in addition to whiskey, uh, we have also launched our beer and also our gin as well. So uh, in the future, uh, we have more surprises for you to, when, to when enjoy. When is the beer co- I'm thirsty for a beer right now. Do right. you have some with you? No, we don't have <laughs> with me here. But uh, if you come to Taiwan, you can, you can try our beer. Okay, uh, well, but the gin, can the I gin just is come with here. you when you go back? Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to curl so, up inside your suitcase. Right. Um, so the gin is coming to the U.S., though. Okay. Yeah, coming and soon. it's Cavalon mm-hmm. gin? Cavalon gin. And yes, All right, that's well, right. that's mm-hmm. awesome. And, mm-hmm. and is there anything specifically different about the Cavalon gin that you're going to be bringing to market? Uh, yes, so the Cavalon gin is, uh, is very London dry gin style. Okay. But in addition to that, uh, we also incorporate our, the, uh, the, the flavors of our, of our indigenous fruits. Oh, that's of, what I was getting uh, at. Kumquat, uh, red guava, and wow. also uh, star fruit as well. Wow, that's so amazing. So it's, uh, it's very, very nice to drink. You can okay. almost, uh, you, can, you can drink the, the gin as, you know, it is on its own. Uh, without well, I would hope water. so. <laughs> it's very smooth. Yes, that's right. excellent. That's excellent. Just but like we're here to talk about whiskey, right? Right. Right. So, mm-hmm. give us a brief history of the brand, because not everyone okay. knows about mm-hmm. the roots. So, right. when did you start off? You guys hit the American market six years ago. That's right. But how long mm-hmm. have you been producing in Taiwan? And tell us about mm-hmm. the popularity of whiskey in Taiwan. Right. So, uh, we we started our whiskey distilling um, business uh, thirteen years ago. Uh, in 2006. So Kavlan started the, uh, the whiskey industry, Taiwanese whiskey industry in 2006, just like uh, Santori did in Japan in 1923. So if you ask me the reason why, you know, took us so, so long, uh, almost 90 years later than, than our neighbor of Japan, uh, the reason was very simple because uh, we used to have monopoly system in Taiwan. Monopolies. That's right. So only our government could uh, produce, import, and sell anything alcoholic oh, wow. until 2002, when the uh, the whole system was changed. Because uh, when we entered into uh, World Trade Organization, uh, we had the opportunity. We have the opportunity of uh, having our private distilleries, breweries, and wineries, and so on. So uh, it's been 14 years. Uh, since Carveland started uh, the, the whiskey distilling um, business. So were you the first distillery to open in, in That's Taiwan? That's right. We were the one and only up wow. to 2010. And when, now you have some other upstarts happening? Uh, now we have uh, 
a, you know, a second distillery, which is uh, state-owned. Oh, because wow. uh, once our government saw Kavlan up and running and also producing some pretty good results, they wanted to start their, uh, their, their distillery as well. So in a way, we inspire our government to set up their own distillery. Well, I, I'm all about yes. inspiring the government. That's right. great. Let's do that tomorrow, <laughs> shall we? Um, right. can you, now, are you guys getting your grain from Taiwan or are you importing it? So, um, because of the climate of Taiwan, uh, it is hot and humid. Uh, mm -hmm. Therefore, it is uh, not really suitable for uh, growing barley. So what we do is uh, just like our neighbor of Japan uh, and many other countries, uh, we, we, we import our multi barley uh, from Europe. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, is there, are you going to tell us which malting house you, you buy uh, your, your yes, malting? Yes, that's from? right. So 90% of Kavlan's uh, multi barley is from uh, a company called Mountains. In, uh, it's, not, it's actually not Scottish, it's English. Oh, okay. So in East Anglia region of the, of the UK. Uh, with 10% being uh, continental European, so Belgium, uh, Denmark, uh, Finland, these are our uh, continental European multi barley. So the main difference is uh, the ones from the UK, 90%, uh, it's uh, two row barley, whereas the continental European ones are six row. So what you have to do is uh, to make sure that you uh, use the correct amount, thank you, correct amount of uh, multi barley during the production process in order to make sure that you have uh, the right amount of starch uh, for the production of uh, our whiskey. So the six row barley has mm -hmm. more chafe more. on it, more like chaff on it, so like that means mm -hmm. it's, it's less actual That's right. sugar? Less, less uh, starch content. Okay. So when it comes to six row barley, you need to use more, more of it in order to make up for the, uh, the starch content. Okay. Uh, whereas uh, if you use two-row barley, you don't need so much in terms of quantity. More mm -hmm. starch, less chaff. That's right. All right. That's right. Mm -hmm. So I think Stephanie and we have gotten everybody the first mark. Does everybody have the first mark? Yes. What, what is right. this, Stephanie? Distillery Select. Mm -hmm. So the Distillers Edition. Mm -hmm. And so this is one of the marks that you created. You're the master blender. So yes. is this a new, are we like the first folks to taste this? Uh, yes, so this is, uh, this is our latest uh, release, uh, which is called Distillery Select. This is also something that I did together with uh, Dr. Jim Swan, our lay consultant, uh, back in 2017, uh, 16 actually. So this is uh, a single malt whiskey from Kavlan that is uh, matured in what we call the neutral casks. So basically, they are refill casks. But the thing is, um, when it comes to refill casks, sometimes you get very light color and also you know, not much flavor. But the thing is, uh, with Kavlan, we managed to produce something that is also very complex, uh, very rich in terms of uh, flavors from refills. Because uh, number one, the, the new make itself, our new make spirit, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's very complex to begin with. And then with the heat of Taiwan, the high, you know, high heat during our summertime, we can actually push more, some more uh, compounds, wood, uh, wood colors and also wood related flavors from the uh, old cast in, so that's, into the spirit. That's really interesting. Because of the humidity, mm -hmm. you're actually getting more push into the barrel, right? I've because heard of the that, heat. Because of the heat. The heat, yes. I've also mm -hmm. heard that sometimes the 
alcohol content goes down in yes, the whiskey yes. in the barrel in Taiwan that's because right. of the that's humidity right. and the heat. Exactly, that's and right. So the the, the whiskey is actually taking mm -hmm. on some water. Is that uh, true, or how would you explain it? Because uh, with, with with the high humidity of our of our climate condition, uh, during the whole maturation process, uh, we lose more alcohol than water. So apparently, this is uh, the the opposite. Uh, in, in Kentucky or, yeah. or Missouri, mm -hmm. whereas you have dry heat, so mm -hmm. you lose more water than alcohol. And then the proof goes up. And therefore up. the proof goes up, yeah. That's right. right, in Taiwan, sometimes the proof goes down. Uh, mostly, more, more in general, it, it goes down. But very rarely, uh, we, we do encounter uh, some, some casks uh, where the alcohol strength goes up. Because uh, I think in certain parts of our warehouse, uh, it is drier. Yeah. So just like in, in Kentucky, mm -hmm. uh, where you know more more water is lost. So how operation. does that affect the flavor mm -hmm. profile in your experience? Because that's very different. Mm -hmm. So what effect does that have on the flavor of the whiskey? So it's it's all to do with uh, you know alcohol soluble and also uh, water soluble compounds. So whenever you have um, the, the the strength go goes down, uh, I think uh, you you you. you you have more water-soluble compounds, which means um, uh, some of these certain flavors from the wood will go more into the spirit. And then the opposite you know, applies when you have uh, strength goes going up. So at Kavlan, the, uh, the typical um, character that we know uh, is the very nice fruitiness, mm -hmm. uh, subtropical fruitiness of uh, green apple, you know, reminds me of uh, Calvados, like uh, Calvados from France. You, you have that very nice, refreshing green apple type of aroma, but also mango and also green apple. Uh, I mean, I'm, um, I'm getting star fruit maybe, like pineapple as well. Pineapple, okay. Pineapple, that's right. The sweetness of pineapple. Like maybe and a grilled cherry. pineapple. And oh cherry. yeah, yeah, like mm -hmm. a dark cherry. Yes, yeah, that's right. So what are you guys getting? As you stick your nose in this glass in this first expression, mm -hmm. what are you guys getting? Share your opinion. There's no wrong answers. Mm -hmm. Smelling and tasting right. is always suggesting. Mm -hmm. Hui, what are you getting? I'm getting definitely the green apple off the front. Right. I'm getting a touch of that oak too. The oak is very mm -hmm. clear in this one. Right, right, that's right. It's almost like a Cinnamon? Pina, like a pina colada. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. that's good, that's good. So pineapple, coconut. What else? What are you guys getting back there? Vanilla as well. Vanilla. Mm -hmm. Walnuts? Yeah, I get that. And mm -hmm. So are these right. are these used bourbon casks or what kind of barrels so, are you using here? So basically these are refill casks of all kinds. Oh, wow. So we have uh, refill ex-bourbon, refill sherry cask, uh, refill, refill casks, and like, so on. Mm -hmm. So some European oak, so uh, no. some American oak? Uh, I would say 95% American oak. Okay. And that's why you have that very nice uh, vanilla and coconut type of aroma because uh, that's the signature of uh, American oak. Wow. And it's honey really as brilliant. well, honey. You know, very nice uh, honey sweetness. So now tap it over your tongue guys and share, how does your experience change? A lot of times what you get on the nose might be different from what happens once you've tapped it over your mm -hmm. tongue. So share that experience. There's no wrong answers. Please share your opinion. Mm -hmm. Touch of pepper, maybe a little bit peppery. A little bit peppery. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting a little phenolic. Like there's a there's like a certain kind of mm, like burnt oak or like um, right. a little like mm -hmm. a pleasant rubberiness, like a rubber mm -hmm. tree kind of. Right. What is the proof on this first one here? The 43% um, alcohol. 
86 proof. 86, 86 proof. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. And is this an expression that's available in Taiwan as well? That's right. We we launched the uh, the the single malt whiskey on the 5th of May. Uh, but here in the U.S., uh, I think this is only the first month. So we launched the product here uh, one month ago. Um, but so far, uh, we have many positive feedbacks. Um, and also in Japan as well, because uh, as you know, Japan uh, is, uh, is a very important market for, for single malt whiskey. On average, we sell five bottles per hour of this particular whiskey in Japan. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so far, so far. Mm -hmm. This is really brilliant. I'm, I'm getting like prunes and dark chocolate on the that's tongue. That's right, that's right. It's as really, well. really good. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This, this would be uh, our new entry level to, to Kavalan. So uh, if, if someone wants to try Kavalan for the first time, I think this is a perfect choice. Oh, yeah. And also if uh, a mixologist, when they want to create cocktails, with uh, whiskey, I think this is also a very good choice. So this is a whiskey that is uh, suitable for either drinking neat or in cocktails or as highball, you know, all, 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 all kinds of ways Ooh, wow. to, to yeah, enjoy now it. Now I want to yes. try it in a highball. Mm, right. So the Cavalon Distillery mm -hmm. Select. That's right. Maurice, do you know what the bottle price might be in our local liquor store if I was going to get this from my home bar? I'm trying to get like mid 50s. Wow, that's yes. amazing. So this is a, also a very affordable Kavlan. Yeah, well. extremely mm -hmm. affordable. Yes, yes, that's right. is, is that the lowest price in your line right now? So far, yes. That's wow, right. and it's mm -hmm. brand new. So mm -hmm. a new Kavlan Distillery mm -hmm. Select for you guys and very affordable. Cheers. Thank you for that. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So I think Stephanie and Hui are coming around with the second mark now, which... Ooh, the port cask finish. So... What, the classic is was what you guys first yes, released. That's right. Now, that's right. is that still kind of your base expression, or uh, how have you shifted as you've added more expressions? The, the classic is still available. Uh, in comparison between the classic and this one, this theory select, uh, the classic offers more wood influence, uh, previous characters like sherry, bourbon, and so on. Whereas uh, the distillery select is more about uh, the the house style the most uh, fundamental characters of Kavlan, the subtropical fruitiness wow. as the main, uh, you know, um, quality. So it's, it's, it's as if you're kind of growing into yes, being yes, a more Taiwanese right. whiskey. Right. With right. a little more experience. Mm -hmm. That's exactly. amazing. That's right. And have you been the master blender the entire time that Kavlan's been in existence? So, yes, I, I joined the company uh, practically since day one. So 14 years ago, when, uh, when we started the construction of the distillery in April 2005, uh, that's when I, uh, I joined the company. So this is my 14th year. Uh, hopefully, I can, you know... Do another 16 years before yes, I retire. At least, come on. <laughs> I'll come be on. Very We're happy. not gonna No, see, here in America we've got people like Jimmy Russell who do it like, right, you know, right. he's like you can for do forever. it forever. Yeah, many, many years. I mean, yes, whiskey keeps you young. That's right, exactly. Whiskey <laughs> preserve you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, right on. That's right. So mm -hmm. Stephanie's coming around with the port cask finish. Mm -hmm. Thank you, love. I'll just oh, do a little you. in case there's you, enough to go around. We got it. All right. You guys are excellent pourers. I don't know how you're doing it. So does everyone have the port cast finish now, yes? So tell us about this. Where are you getting your port okay. casks from? So um, we buy our port cask uh, from, uh, from Portugal. 
So uh, <laughs> oh, Ruby Port. Ruby Port. That was, so, that was a dumb question on my part. It's like, so where do you get your port? <laughs> you wouldn't be Portugal, would it? <laughs> so uh, basically what we do is, um, uh, this is a single malt whiskey from Kavland that is uh, finished in port cask for the final year of uh, maturation. So and it's a, a ruby port. That's right. So ruby what port. does that bring to the flavor profile? So in your ruby opinion? port will give you that very nice chocolate Mm -hmm. Dark chocolate type of aroma, which is uh, smooth and creamy mm -hmm. and buttery as well. I'm, I'm getting like mm -hmm. cashew butter as well, like, like milk that. chocolate yes, and cashew that's butter. Right. Uh, and also uh, cinnamon, cinnamon, mm -hmm. uh, brown sugar, ginger, all these uh, you know nice flavors. That's gorgeous. Uh, berry fruitiness as well. Mm -hmm. So stick your nose in that glass, guys. The port mm. cask finish. What is your experience? What are you reminded of? Remember, it all comes from your own memory, so no one's experience is the same. Black cherry, excellent, right. mm -hmm. excellent. Yes. Paul, you get anything? What are you getting off of this one? Fig and dark cherries. Fig and dark cherries, awesome. Chocolate-covered raisins. Chocolate-covered raisins, wow. Orgasm. Orgasm, is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> it's a portgasm. We just came up with a new term. <laughs> now tap it over your tongue and how does that experience change? And think about texture and architecture. So what is it? Is it dry or is it oily? Does it have a long linger or is it kind of drop off quickly? You know, think about these things so you can better articulate your experience. Ooh, yeah. I'm getting banana on this one too. Uh, yeah, that's right. A little bit banana as well. What are you getting, Hui? I think it's really creamy. Like you're talking about mouthfeel, you're talking about stuff like that. It, I don't know if it's the port or if it's the proof it's bottled that, but it's a really creamy. Do you chill filter by any chance? Yes, we uh, we do chill filter this one. So at Kavlan, um, any alcoholic strength that is uh, 46 and below, uh, we, we chill filter. Okay. That's right. Wow. But we used to do only 40% uh, and 43%, uh, but it turned out that um, Kavlan is, uh, is very rich in terms of uh, all these esters uh, perform, I mean, uh, produced uh, during our fermentation. So we, we encounter some uh, jellyfish-like um, chill haze in, uh, in some parts of the world where the temperature is very low. Mm -hmm. So in the end, Mr. Lee, the owner, decided to do uh, chill filtration, even for 46% alcohol. Mm -hmm. So can we talk about your fermentation a little bit? Sure. Um, what kind of yeast are you using? Mm -hmm. is, it, is it really vital to your process or do you just kind mm -hmm. of use like commercial yeast, like distiller's yeast? Right. Is it specific to Taiwan? Is it a, mm -hmm. a specific fruit yeast that you've cultivated or what is it? So what we, what we use, uh, we use uh, distilling yeasts, uh, two, two types, two kinds, as you say, uh, but both are commercially available. Uh, so we have one yeast uh, coming from South Africa which is uh, very good for producing the congeners, uh, which are the flavors. So, and also we have uh, French yeast, which is very good for producing alcohol. So what we do at Kavlan is that we, we pitch the two different types of yeast uh, separately. So initially we pitch the uh, South African yeast for producing the congeners first. Uh, and then after 15 to 18 hours, we then pitch the, the, the French yeast uh, for alcohol production. So that's how for the we anaerobic achieve, phase. That's right. Okay. That's how we achieve both the, the alcohol and also the flavors 
by the end of fermentation. And what is very remarkable is that at Kavlan, uh, the, the alcohol we can achieve by the end of fermentation, which is uh, 60 hours, is wow. 8% to 8.5%. You know, for some distilleries, they can only get something like uh, 7% to 7.5, but we managed to, to get 8% alcohol. And what do I, why do I emphasize on 8% alcohol? Because uh, basically, the more alcohol you get, the more flavors you also get. The production of congeners and, and alcohol is uh, directly proportional to each other. And that's why we always make sure that uh, we, we get the highest yield possible. And 60 hours, if you, if you know about like the production of beer in the, in, in the fermentation process, that is, that's a very long fermentation by a lot of the commercial grade standards. I mean, it is possible to use yeast accelerants and get your beer up to the alcohol content you need to make whiskey in only one shift. There are American distillers who can reach full alcohol level in like an eight hour period with yeast accelerants. So 60 hours, you, you could be going a lot faster if you wanted, but that right. longer lifespan for that yeast creates a much more complex yeah, flavor profile right. in the, in the right. distiller's beer. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, is, are you guys using open fermentation? Is uh, there a way or is it closed fermentation? It's a, it's a closed fermentation system, but um, not completely. Oh. You know, not, not completely sealed environment. So... But, we also do uh, temperature control. Mm -hmm. So during the 60 hours of fermentation, uh, the temperature rise is controlled to a, a very steady rate. So that like, uh, like, like you mentioned just now, the, uh, the congeners will be uh, produced steadily and also more um, in a more delicate way. So, and also uh, by doing the temperature control, we can also prevent any uh, bacterial infection, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, to, especially towards the uh, the end of fermentation. Do you mm -hmm. stir your fermentation? No. Ah, yes, see, this right. is very specific. That is because... very critical. Uh, don't don't stir. So by mm. not stirring the fermentation, mm. you get right. a very clear yes, distiller's yes, beer, that's right. that's which right. makes for a lighter fl uh, flavor profile. But if you let it go for 60 hours, mm. there's going to be a lot of those chocolatey and dark fruit notes, which is a more complex mm. beer. But by letting everything settle, by not stirring it, you get a really clean beer to put into your, your still. So, so Stephanie, we are coming around with the, with the King Car. Now, mm -hmm. the King Car was one of your first award-winning expressions. Is that yes, right? that's right. And so that's tell right. us about that experience. Okay. What was it like to like just start off and then mm -hmm. like have your first kind of hit whiskey? And, mm -hmm. and where did that happen? And, and what was it like? Okay, so the next one that we're going to try, which is King Car uh, Conductor. The reason why we launched this whiskey, uh, I think back in 2012, uh, that was because uh, when Mr. Lee uh, wanted something that is um, perhaps something like the Hibiki uh, 18 and above. Mm -hmm. Hibiki is all about harmony and richness mm -hmm. of, of, the, uh, of the blend. But at Kavalan, what we try to do is uh, by creating a single malt whiskey, but similar to Hibiki type of uh, character, which is uh, you know very complex and also full of uh, flavors. So this is uh, a single malt whiskey uh, by using the so-called vatin method. So we have uh, experiment cask, sherry cask, refill cask, wine cask, all types of casks. Uh, but when we blend them together very carefully, because our you also have to uh, make sure that uh, the flavors, they work with each other. 
sometimes if you blend um, some flavors together, they they fight each other. Sure. So since harmony is the uh, the you know the the target, so we have to make sure that by the end of the um, batting process and also after the the, the so-called marriage uh, period, uh, something this is something that you get which is smooth, rich and complex. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So now, how what kind of stills? Like so, let's back it up a little bit. So you're you're aging these whiskeys separately in different types of casks. Mm -hmm many different kinds of casks, right, and then blending right. them to achieve a very specific fl flavor right. profile, trying That's to create right. that harmony that you're speaking of. Yes, yes. But are you using different stills as well to create different flavored whiskeys to put in those separate casks? Or what kind of stills do you use at, at the distillery? Okay, so basically uh, at Kavlan, uh, we only have one type of still. I mean, I should say two types. Uh, one is uh, wash, one's a spirit still. But we have uh, in total of 10 pairs, uh, but they're all identical. So basically what it means is uh, we don't have uh, different shapes and sizes of the copper pot stills. Unlike uh, some producers, uh, they think that by using different shapes and sizes of the copper pot stills, uh, they try to create different uh, new make for different complexities and flavors. But at Kavlan, we, we produce one single new make but by maturing the, the new make into different casks, by the end of maturation, uh, you can have all these different flavors because uh, after all, cask has the biggest influence uh, on, the, on, the, on the final uh, character of the, of the single malt whiskey. So at Kavlan, uh, the King Car Conductor is uh, produced by vatting all these different casks together. Mm. And are you using all pot stills or is there any column still distillate in here? Uh, all pot stills. All pot stills, That's but they're right. identical Copper. in size. Identical in size and shapes. So for the past three years, uh, when, when Kavlan first started, we only had uh, four, four copper pot stills, uh, two pairs. Uh, now we have 10 pairs. So the production volume has been increased from 2.5 million liters of uh, LPA, uh, pure alcohol, to now 9 million liters. Wow. So what do you guys think of this King Car? Stick your nose in that glass and share your experience. This is a community forum for you to tell us what you're feeling. Ooh, yeah, that's nice. And I, I keep getting that starfruit note. That once you said starfruit, now I can't get it out of my head. Okay. Kui, what are you getting? Um, I think what uh, Ian said at the beginning, how they all have like a tropical fruit note to them, separates them from like a lot of the scotches I drink, like the Speyside and the Highland scotches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. So are you using uh, any small barrels? No. They're all about standard 53 gallon and bigger? Uh, 200 liter. 200 liter. That's right. Okay. 200 liter uh, standard uh, barrel. Right. That's our smallest. Okay. But from, from that onwards, uh, we have uh, 250 yeah. to 300 wine barriques, mm -hmm. um, 350 uh, cognac casks, and also 500 liter sherry casks. Wow. And uh, 600 to 650 liters uh, port pipes. Wow. So those are big, big. Right, that's right. So basically, uh, at Kavlan, uh, something that is very important for you to remember is that uh, because of the high heat of Taiwan during summertime, uh, unlike in Sweden, uh, last year I met a gentleman from uh, Sweden. His name is uh, Roger. He's the master distiller of box now called High Coast. So what they try to do is to use a small cask to speed up the maturation. Mm -hmm. 
But at Taiwan, because of the, uh, the, 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 the very hot climate, uh, what we tend to do is to use as large as possible to slow down the maturation. Oh, I yes, see. Yes. Mm -hmm. You have to adjust to your climate. Yes, yes that's right. Yes, sir. What, mm -hmm. what do you use cognac casks for? I haven't seen a cognac cask expression. So we have one uh, called Solist uh, Brandy Cask. We, we call it Brandy Cask because uh, uh, we don't we don't want to be tied up just, you know, with just cognac cask, that's cognac right, from region, France. Yeah. So, but that one is very limited so far, uh, with only a few casks available for export. But domestically, we do have a Solis uh, brandy cask. So, mm -hmm. King Car, now, mm -hmm. now what's the story behind the name? What is King Car, what is that referring to? So, King Car is the uh, the company that is behind Kavalan. So, like, uh, Santori is behind uh, Yamazaki and Hachu. Uh, Nika, uh, I, I mean As Asahi is behind um, Nika and so on. So Kavlan, King Car belongs, uh, Kavlan belongs to King Car Company, which is uh, one of the uh, top three uh, food and beverage companies in Taiwan. So we produce uh, anything from soft drinks to instant noodles to chewing gum, uh, canned coffee and so on. So. Um, that's uh, that, that's the uh, the name of company, which is called King Car. Mm -hmm. This one has a, a brilliant like floral quality to me. I'm getting this like mm -hmm. beautiful like bubblegum nose as well. It's really it's beautiful. This might be my favorite Thank expression. You. What's the Thank bottle you. price on this one, Maurice? If I was gonna get this from my home bar, King Car. Yeah, so King Car is uh, re retail is about seventy. Ooh, I'm fancy. By regulation, we only have to mature our whiskey for two years. So the minimum, minimum we do at Kavlan is four years. So four years is mainly to comply with European regulation because uh, in Europe they have to do a minimum of three. Uh, so in the end, Mr. Lee decided to do four as the, the standard for, you know, for all export uh, requirements. But it all depends on the, uh, the, the cask size. Mm -hmm. So with sherry cask, uh, five to six, sometimes seven years is how long it takes uh, for the content to be mature. So four is the minimum. And then mm -hmm. what would be the oldest whiskey in this blend? So, so far we have uh, 12 years old uh, sherry cask from 2006. So that's uh, the oldest, but we only have five casks of these ones. <laughs> that's all that's left? For, for scientific research and also observation purposes. Ooh, I, mm -hmm. I want to come do some scientific research. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sensory analysis. <laughs> Sensory analysis. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> so the lowest, uh, the lowest temperature we, we can have in County Yilan, uh, where Kavlan used to be the old name, uh, is uh, seven degrees Celsius. So that's when we have uh, cold air coming from Siberia uh, through Japan and then to Taiwan to bring down the temperature down to seven degrees Celsius. And that is very good for oxidation process. Yes. Mm -hmm. But in summertime, it can be uh, as hot as 37 to 38 degrees Celsius. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I haven't seen pictures of your stills. Mm -hmm. Now you're only using copper pot stills and that's they're right. all Identical, but how right. large are? How would you compare them to some of the the stills in Scotland? In terms, mm -hmm. are they are they short and stout with kind of um, short line arms, or mm -hmm. are they tall and skinny with big line mm -hmm. arms? How, right. how do they look? So I, I've been told by uh, many consumers that our copper pot stills uh, they look like the uh, Glenlivet 
okay. uh, type of uh, steels. So, so not totally huge, more like medium right. size. Medium steels. size, medium okay. size. That's right. And 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 pretty tall, but not super tall. That's right. Not like uh, Glenmorangie's, uh, right. you know, uh, giraffe type of uh, shape. Right. So it's uh, in between, mm -hmm. between Macallan and Glenmorangie. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a little bit taller than the Macallan right. steels, which are pretty That's small. Right. Yes. Not yes. that big. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right, so Stephanie's coming around. Please present her with a uh, an empty glass so you can try some of this. And this one is the ex-bourbon oak. Ex-bourbon oak. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. Now, where are you guys getting your bourbon casks? Uh, here, from the U.S. Which distillery? So... <laughs> again, it's good. Where do you guys get your port? Uh, sure. Okay. Where do you guys get your oh, bourbon? You. In this America? Oh. <laughs> It's, it's me. I'm the dumb one. All right, it's me. Okay, so uh, we we have our ex-bourbon cast from Jim Beam, uh, Heaven Hills, okay. Buffalo Trace. Oh, so many wild, of the big boys. That's right, Wild Turkey, uh, and so on. So okay. these are all the um, the the bourbon producers where we buy our bourbon cast from. Wonderful. This one's the uh, the ex bourbon cask. At forty six percent, right? Oh, so this one's a little bit higher proof. That's right. This so, is the highest proof of anything we've tried so far. Uh, so far, that's right. So the the series select the um, the concert master. These two are at 43 percent alcohol, eighty six proof. But actually, the king car is also forty six percent, the same as this one. Okay. Uh, which is uh, ninety two proof. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And is there, mm -hmm. can, can you describe like, what is the Taiwanese palette like? Do they like mm -hmm. the, the 86? Do they like the 92? Like what, so, when you guys started out, did you have mm -hmm. to adjust your methods in order to like mm -hmm. please your, you know, right. your base so market? I think, uh, to, to be honest, I think we, uh, in, in Taiwan, but also I think here in the US and also in Europe, uh, we have uh, two, two types of consumers. So some people like uh, low strength alcohol, uh, you know, 40 to 43% or 46. Uh, but the so-called connoisseurs or whiskey, whiskey aficionados. Or alcoholics. Or, or alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> they, they prefer it I to be- I wasn't pointing fingers. All right. <laughs> they prefer cast strength. So uh, at Kavlan, we have three. All of them, so 43, 40 and 43, but also cast strength. Mm -hmm. And 46 is to bridge the, the two right. in between. Yeah. So that higher alcohol content actually will push the flavor profile forward. It actually is yes. easier mm -hmm. often to get flavor notes from a whiskey that's 92 proof or even higher. Mm -hmm. There's less water in the bottle. So it, it just makes it a little more obvious a lot mm -hmm. of the time, in my experience. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is the... So good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Stephanie looks very happy. She's working hard. So what do you guys get as you stick your nose in this glass, tap some over your tongue, describe it. How is this different from all the other whiskey we've had so far? It's like buttered popcorn. Buttered popcorn, mm. brilliant. Honeysuckle, right. so very floral. What do you get, Hui? Uh, yeah, the honey is definitely up there. Like. I, I always love experiment only stuff, and this mm. this is amazing. Like mm. it's creamy, it's sweet, it's honey. Yeah. I smell bourbon. Mm. Getting sweet, sweet melon. Wow, melon. That's great. That's great. Anybody else? Yes, yes, that's right. And uh, maple. That's great. Yeah, maple. definitely those brown sugar notes for mm -hmm. sure. Right. And what's the output on this expression? Well, how much mm -hmm. are you making of this every year? 
So uh, I would say ex-bourbon cask consists of uh, 60% within our wood policy. Oh, so we have plenty of uh, ex-bourbon cask So this is from a big US. expression That's for right. you guys. That's right. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. So this is definitely one to get for your home bar. Jonathan, how much does this one run? Retail one. 30, 140. Whoa! Wow, wow, not cheap. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll save up. I'll save up. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Manila and, and coconut as yeah. well. Oh, the mm. coconut for sure. It's mm. beautiful. Yes. Mm. Oh, that is exquisite. Wow. Whoa. Are you guys, how you guys doing? Is everybody doing all right? Yeah. You sure? No one's like dr drifting over? Right. So Jonathan brought in the whiskey tonight, and he had no idea that we were going to have 90 people crammed into this tiny room. So we, um, we actually are dipping into the bar stock right now to, to be able to pour out for everybody. So Hui and Stephanie are coming around with what is now, what is this? Uh, the, the next the one Shereo. is Shereo. So our fifth Shereo. mark mm -hmm. of the night. Stay oh, hydrated, friends. Drink water. Refresh your palate, all right? So... Back in Taiwan, what's your most popular mark? So the most popular one would be the classic. The classic. That, that's our, uh, our best seller, uh, domestic and also export. I think here in the US, I think uh, a bit similar to Taiwan, uh, I think consumers prefer something that is uh, sherry, if, I, if, I, you know, if I'm correct. Uh, but whereas uh, some certain countries, um, for example, in the UK, they prefer something lighter in terms of color. Yeah. So, you know, it all depends on individual markets' uh, preference. Mm. Dollar-wise, um, so far, our biggest export market is uh, continental Europe. Uh, but US is, uh, you know, doing very well as well. So these two markets are our our main markets at the moment, yes. Mm -hmm. And then Japan, okay. So Stephanie's coming around, make it easier on her folks. Give her an easy, easy target. I know people are getting a little warmed up now. I think, I think the next one, the, the Sherry Oak, uh, is something that uh, we are very proud of because uh, normally when it comes to Sherry expressions, uh, you can get that sulfur notes inside. Right. When it comes to Kavlan's Sherry Oak, it is very clean, virtually sulfur-free because uh, we make sure that in our producer in, in, in Spain, they don't use sulfur to, uh, to, 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 to do the so-called disinfection of uh, the cask. Oh, okay. Mm, that's right. Mm. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yes, so yeah, they, that's right. Can you explain that? Like, are they adding like a, a sulfuric yes. solution to clean out the barrels? Uh, it, can be, it can be a solution or it can be uh, Gas, sulfur gas. Sulfur gas. That's right. And that disinfects the cast That's from right. the, different the internal surface. Microbes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Bacteriums that could have That's come right. to rest in there. Right. Thank you, sir. But what you have here, this is a very clean, fruity, Ooh. plenty wow. of raisins, Ooh. but without sulfur. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's right. Mm. Amazing. Thank you, so, sir. This is the sherry cask expression. What, what does it actually say on there? Uh, sherry oak. Sherry oak. Sherry oak expression. So stick your nose in the glass, guys. How is this different from that bourbon cask that we just had? So we had all those vanilla notes Sorry. and those, you know, cherry cordial is what you're getting. That's brilliant. What else? What are you guys getting on this one? It's all like a good rum. Like a good rum. So raisins, that's what he was saying. He was saying raisins. Kind of nutty raisins. To me. Like how 
almonds or almond. Uh, I get that. I, often I get nutty notes like almond or cashew off of cherry barrels. Yes, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yes. So now tap it over your tongue. This is really perfumey. It's really nice. Yes, very fragrant. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. And again, take take note of that mouthfeel. So this is a very different mouthfeel from that previous expression. That bourbon cask had a totally different yes. mouthfeel. Thank you. The sherry you. cask has a real grip on your palate. It really dries it out. It's amazing. It's, it's peppery and it's, oh, it's amazing. So what we do is uh, we specify to our producer, uh, the, the Cooperage in Spain, that we want to use American oak cask. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And right. then, so they're putting sherry in there that's and then right. you're that's basically right. renting the sherry from them? Exactly. That's right. Mm -hmm. So interesting. So what they're doing is they're using a, a, a Spanish Cooperage to use American bourbon cask, soak sherry in there and then take the sherry out so they're basically renting the sherry and then finishing the whiskey in those newly invigorated sherry right. casks sounds like good sherry what's the name so the producer is uh miguel martin miguel martin miguel martin so right. if you want to um set up your own distillery and if you want to buy some sherry cask I strongly recommend you to go to Miguel Martin. Well, then where are you guys going to get yours? <laughs> wow. Yes. Which is, uh, it's pretty unusual for like scotch mm. makers to use American oak sherry, right? Mm. That's like pretty right. rare. Yes. Yeah. The main reason for that is because uh, when you are producing your whiskey in a colder climate, uh, if you use American oak, you don't get too much color. So in Europe, because the weather is colder, so people like McCullen, they specify that uh, they use almost 100% Spanish oak because uh, they can afford to do that because uh, what they want is the darker color and also more tannins in, in their whiskey. But if we do that in Taiwan, the heat will drive too much tannins into the whiskey and by the end of maturation, it becomes too bitter, too dry. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, really amazing. It does have an intense grip, though, for sure. So right. the sherry cask, how long is the whiskey finished in the sherry cask? Uh, actually, this is a full-time maturation. Oh, wow. So seven years. Seven years. Seven wow. Years. That's right. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, this is really incredible. Sherry bomb. And then what's this one on? The sherry bomb, he calls it. <laughs> it's a, yeah, there's a Runaway song of a similar title. Um. What's the uh, bottle price on this one? No, I'm glad you asked because I, I screwed up the bourbon. That's actually about one tenth. Okay. This is about one point thirty eight. Okay. Wow. Right. Nice little stocking stuffer, right, Maurice? <laughs> you know what you're getting me for Christmas now, right? Aha! <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. So what's what's this next one, Hui? Uh, this is going to be the Cabal Vino Barrique, which I'm very excited about. All right. All right. So Hui and Stephanie are coming down with the Vino Barrique expression, which is another one of the award-winning uh, marks in this line. Yeah, wash out a glass. Make it easy on them, guys. By the way, the Sherry Oak is also very popular with cigar smokers. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So Ian's saying that the sherry oak is really good with cigars. So any of you cigar smokers out there, be sure to buy a, a bottle of that uh, sherry oak. Try that one out. I, I get that too. That makes sense to me. Yeah, what, what, what inspired you to go in such a different direction with the sherry cask? So basically, basically what we do at Kaplan is uh, we try to innovate in terms of uh, cask usage. So at Kavlan, uh, we try to 
to experiment with uh, as many types of casks as possible. Uh, so, for example, um, I used to travel very uh, often with uh, our lay consultant of Dr. Jim Swan. Uh, for example, if we go to Portugal uh, on the island of Madeira, so we buy Madeira cask. Uh, you know, basically wherever we go, we try to buy the local uh, either wine cask or spirit cask so that we ship them to Taiwan and do uh, uh, the, the experiment and see how our new make uh, interact with the, with the flavor from the cask. And it turned out that Oloroso Sherry was uh, very successful. Okay, so does everyone have the, the vino barrique in their hand, yeah? So Ian, Thank you. What, what is this a, a blend? Can you explain what this is all right. about here? Okay, so now we move on to cask strength. Okay. So this is uh, now we're talking. 58%, I think, 58%. Wow. So, uh, but what is very unique about this particular expression is that this is a single malt whiskey matured in wine cast. And you'll be wondering, by looking at the color, you'll be saying that red wine cast, definitely. But the answer is uh, you can also produce the same color with white wine cask. Because the key, the, uh, the secret is to what we do to the cask before we fill the new make into the cask uh, by doing what we call the STR process. S for shaving, T for toasting, R for recharring. Oh. So once you've done STR, no matter where you buy your cask from, uh, by the end of maturation, this is something that you get for sure. So you're not adding any caramel coloring no, to this? Right. This is all from the STR process. So once again, at Kavlan, we don't use caramel. Uh, everything is 100% uh, natural color because uh, once again with the high heat of Taiwan, the color comes naturally from the wood into the whiskey. And also the, uh, the color here, this is actually coming from the, the middle stage of toasting. So toasting will produce the color but also the flavors by uh, fusing the, uh, the wood flavor with the uh, previous wine complexities together. So this is something that you get. Amazing. Thank you, sir. So what are you guys getting here? 58 proof cast strength, meaning as strong as it comes out of the barrels, what they're putting in the bottle. This is the, by far the highest proof whiskey that we've had tonight. Stick your nose in that glass, but breathe in gently through your mouth. If you're just smelling fire, it just means you're going too fast. So slow it down. What's going on? There's something beyond that wall of fire. I encourage you to find those flowers, find those fruits. What else is happening? It's like cedar wood. Cedar wood, cedar wow. Wood. Mm -hmm. Maurice, what are you getting? Brulee sugar, like when you crack the cream brulee, the burnt sugar. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's good. Wet leather, that's great. And also in terms of fruitiness, uh, peach. Peach, like a stone fruit. That's right. Mm -hmm. in, the, in your bottling batch, mm -hmm. you've right. chosen 58 proof as, as what you're gonna put it in the bottle. Now, um, is that just what happened after you blended a bunch of barrels, or are you hitting that because of a certain no, reason? No. So when it comes to our uh, Kavlan cast strength whiskey, the, uh, the alcohol strength will vary between cask to cask. So for this particular cask, it happens to be 58%. I think 58.6, um, I think. 56.5. This is a yeah. single cask, right? That's right. Oh, so the next single one, cask. The next yes, one. it is cast strength and it's single cast. That's right. That's so right. very, very limited supply, mm -hmm. meaning that everything mm -hmm. in that bottle came out of one barrel. That's right. Just one That's barrel. Right. 
So super small. It's, it doesn't get much smaller than that in terms of your batch size, right? That's right. So the next cast can be, for example, 57.5. Right. And the next one can be 56 and so on. So it is all, you know, all about the uniqueness of that particular cast. Mm -hmm. There's one more after this? Yeah, one more. I don't think you wow. said this, but this guy, this whiskey won single malt of the year against all of Scotland, correct? Oh. Yes, yes. Uh, the the, the, the so-called uh, best single malt whiskey in the world. Well, congratulations. Well, here's to courageous experimentation. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations, Thank you. Ian. Cheers. Best single malt in the world, Thank right? You. Cheers. Wow, I'm gonna save that one for later. That's amazing. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Wow, congratulations on that. Thank you. Woo! That is some serious deal. Okay. So, would this one be more available? The, the Vino Barrique, is that more available in Taiwan? To be honest, because uh, he's about Lee. to get on an airplane. So, <laughs> Mr. Lee actually divides uh, the stock half half. So half for our domestic market and half for export. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how much of this are you releasing every year of the Vino Barrique? So at the moment, we can only release uh, this particular expression in, in small batch. Yeah, of course. So each time, perhaps uh, 50 to 80 casks. Oh, wow. And, and, and are you doing that mm. quarterly or how often is that release? It, 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 all, it all depends because uh, whenever the, um, the batch is uh, matured, that's when we um, launch the uh, the whiskey. But when it's ready. On, on average, five years. Wow, okay. Five to six years, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right, whenever yeah. it's ready, yes. Wow, amazing. So what's the evaporation rate? So evapor evaporation rate uh, at the moment that we have across the, um, the, you know, the range of our casks, uh, 10, 10 to 12% per year. That is something that we, we get on average. Wow, that is magnificent. Yes, yes. Mm. Port cask, cask strength is coming around. This is our last expression for the night. Also single barrel, Paul. All right. <laughs> Creme brulee. Creme brulee. So Brown what are you guys sugar. getting off of this one? Mm. Stick your nose in that glass, breathe in gently through your mouth. Tobacco. Share your experience. Tobacco. Tobacco. Mm. Ooh, does this... Like, like every drive. <laughs> but I'm also getting like that salted plum that like um Umeshu? Yeah, Ineshu, how do you say it? Uh Umeshu is the wine, sorry. Um Ume. Ume, Ume, that's what I was thinking. It's yes, like that. Ume. That's right. Ume. Ume. Mm -hmm. So that salted plum, maybe you've had it in some of the Asian markets have it in stock, but it, it's very specific. That salted plum. It's it's like a brined plum. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ian, what are these also the Ruby Port barrels, or are they? That's right. So unlike the um, the second one we had, which was Concert Master, Concert Master is uh, finished in port cask, whereas this is a uh, full time maturation in port cask. So this is Concert Master on steroid. <laughs> Concert Master on steroids. I don't think that's legal. But, uh, does that mean he conducts very quickly? Or? Um, a lot of arms you know, more, waving around. More intense, more, more intensity, intense. more intensity. Mm. Like Dudamel. Mm. So four to five years, four to five years. Mm. Yeah. Cheers. Wow. What are you guys getting back there? Say again. Red bean. All right. That's excellent. That's excellent. Mm. 
correct me if I'm wrong, this is part of the Solus series, right? That's right, that's but right. But you can't label that in the US for some reason, the Solus series? So in the US, uh, the reason why on the label, there's no word Solus on, on the label, because uh, apparently a company here in the US registered that word. So we cannot use it anymore. So we, ah. call, we call our car strength, Kavlan car strength whiskey. Okay. Uh, Vino Barrique or Port. Mm -hmm. No more soloists. No more soloists. Curious, uh, what expression does he favorite? My favorite. Yes. Yes. The question was, what's your personal favorite of all these expressions? Um, all of them. All of them. Yeah, see, you can't ask a father which kid is the favorite. Like, that's just like, you're going to create family discord, all right? It's like, he loves all his children, right? Right. That's right. So, yeah, yeah. Now, the water source that you mm -hmm. use, uh, right. does that bring anything to the, to the whiskey? Yes, that's right. So, the water that we use at Kavlan, it is uh, quite rich in terms of uh, mineral content. And mineral content is uh, very important when it comes to fermentation. Of course. So, just like um, us humans, we need uh, minerals, you know, vitamins, and all these trace elements. So, our water provides that. But also at the same time, Kavlan's water is, uh, it has that natural sweetness to begin with. And therefore, that's why I think our whiskey has that creamy viscosity mm -hmm. and also natural sweetness on the palate. And, and maybe some of that salinity that some mm -hmm. of you guys are getting, that salted caramel could come from the water and the fermentation as well. That's a, a great little question, bit, maybe. Yes, maybe. that's right. Mm. I'm just wondering if there's I'm just wondering if there's any common misconceptions or things that you run across in terms of what people think about Kabbalon that you're trying to uh, set the record straight so that people you know know what's happening with Kabbalon. Um, yeah. Are there any, any misconceptions? Are there any feel? kind of misconceptions mm -hmm. that are currently being held about Kabbalon that you know about that you're trying to kind of correct by being out here on the road and doing these educations? Okay, so I, I do have uh, comments from some consumers saying that because of the short time of maturation that we do at Kavlan, uh, we don't have enough uh, wood-related compounds or you know any one of these uh, flavor-related compounds uh, for, for consumers to feel that the whiskey is uh, matured. But I think that is a very wrong um, way of thinking because uh, with the high heat, actually all the reactions you know, take place just like what they do in a colder climate, except that it's, it is going much faster. Mm -hmm. So if you do very precise and also very scientific GCMS or LCMS uh, analysis, all these so-called uh, Secondary, secondary and also tertiary compounds uh, formed during the uh, maturation process. They're all there in the, in the liquid. Therefore, I think the, the best way to, uh, to do the tasting is by so-called blind tasting. Yeah. Because uh, when, it, when it comes to blind tasting, for example, this particular one, the last one we have here, many judges um, from, from around the world, they look, by looking at the color, knows in the, um, the flavor. They think that this is uh, perhaps 20 years old from uh, perhaps Highland or Speyside and also, uh, you know, all these different thinkings. But this is actually a seven years old whiskey from Taiwan, matured in the heat. Mm -hmm. I don't think we talked about it, but it was around five times as much angel share as scotch. Right, three to four times, sometimes five times. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So in seven years, if if you're getting, say, there's 12 percent evaporation mm -hmm. toward right. you, that's like not much left. That's not much left. Like that's maybe 20 percent right. of that barrel left. That's right. That's incredible. You guys, let's give it up for Mr. Ian Chang. Thank you. Thank you. And Thank you. Really amazing stuff. Thank, Thank you. you. This is courageous whiskey. Something to be very proud of. And please keep making it because okay. you obviously are gaining a lot of fans. Thank you. So Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review. The Spirit Guide Society is a Spirit Adventures production in association with Bitten from the Apple Productions. Special thanks to Tone Mesa for their post-production and audio services. The show is produced by Andrew Apple and me, Pedro Shanahan. Executive producer, Andrew Abrahamson. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Spirit Guide SOC. We'll be there to answer any questions you have, share what we're drinking, and more. And if you're still thirsty, you can always find more episodes of the show wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to always drink responsibly. That means don't drink to forget, drink to remember. Remember.